0: Hey, welcome back to the Jesus Magnet Podcast. Uh, today we've got one of my best friends, uh, Tim Hope. How are you doing, Tim?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks, Joe.
0: Thank you for coming on the Jesus Magnet Podcast. It, it's amazing to hear all these awesome stories over and over again. Probably one of the coolest things with Tim, hey, George, is mm. his father was on the podcast on episode 10. Yeah. Yeah. And he shares his heart, and, and we've listed that on episode 10. It's called Dying and Seeing Your Own Funeral. Um, so very, very powerful testimony. So definitely go check that out. Um, but Tim Hope, who is Peter Hope's son, has joined us. Um, he lives in Christchurch, New Zealand, and um, he has an incredible YouTube channel where he teaches history through animated illustrations and a really good way to learn Um, and it's called the history nexus on youtube Uh, george has the description
2: yeah so tim your channel is the history nexus uh, learn from the past and in your description here you've got i link current significant world issues to history to explore what we can learn from the past and to encounter a bright future
0: I think that's so important. That's epic. It's so important to be able to, to learn history in, in a bit more of a th- fun, uh, easy way to learn because it's so easy to fall asleep in history class when I went and had history. <laughs> but seeing it in this form is so much easier to relate. It's, it's, it's more encouraging to listen to and to watch. And yeah, uh, very, very cool, Tim. So let's pass the baton over to you, Tim, and hear about you. So thanks for coming on the show.
1: Excellent. No, it's, it's good to be on the show. I've been um, meaning to get on here for a while and, and talk, so it's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's true. We had a failed episode probably, heck, that might have been four months ago. Um, and we haven't been able to get you back on since because our internet's been that bad, but we're praying and hoping that it <laughs> doesn't cut out today. Doesn't cut out today because we're in a world full of <laughs> lockdowns and we got to get the testimonies out there. You know, people yeah. got to hear it. So we're just praying that like it, it holds strong. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Tim. Why don't you just well, start at the beginning? And um, here you go. Here's the baton.
1: awesome. All right. Well, I. I mean, I, I was born in Christchurch, and when I was 11, I moved to Queenstown with the family, and that's mm. how I. So I know you, Joel, and mm. um, so I know the church, uh, City Impact Church. I went, mm. went there for. Many years as well, and was very close with the the church family there. Yeah. Um, I th- I'd say that the most probably the biggest thing that happened to me as well during that age um, was go- going to Wackteru High School there, um, and I got um, I got a really hard time and got bullied a lot at school and that sort of thing, and that, and that did have a huge impact on my my childhood, and my life at that stage, and I. <laughs> Looking back at it now, I kind of think, well, what, well, what caused, what caused that to happen, and, and how did that affect me? Mm. Um, so the, I, I guess the things that I drew to with, um, you know, why I got bullied was because I was, I had no identity, wasn't confident in myself, and I, I probably had quite a gentle nature and was. Maybe a little an introvert as well, perhaps. So I found it uh, difficult to maybe talk in a, a school setting to, you know, talk to people in different classes and that sort of thing. It, it didn't come natural to me. I always felt that I could only maybe be myself with people I trusted the most, mm. which were my close friends, and those were in the those were my friends at church. To mm. be honest. Um, so what the bullying looked like at school. Um, I guess I got a lot of verbal abuse from people and at, at times physical i don't I never came home from school beaten up or anything but um you know occasionally get shoved around or pushed up against the wall and that and that sort of thing um but it, it did have a huge impact it did have a huge impact on me um and I became Someone that was maybe quite bitter towards people, and it, it definitely already, I think naturally, I'm someone that only trusted people I was close to. But even more so when you've got that going on too. Mm.
0: Um, don't you think? Sorry, I just interject here, Tom. Don't you think that that's become more and more uh, prominent as even since you and I've left high school? But the the new high school these days is the bullying we used to be able to escape it and and we would go home and it would stop but these days we live in a world where everything's connected and when if you're bullied at school people turn on their phones and their social media and it never it can never stop um so it's it's one of those subjects that needs to be taken with a grain of salt um as well because it, like it really helps people that are listening you know anybody that's listening that's getting bullied that when you were bullied, how did you get through that? You know, you, you said you had that close-knit group of friends, uh, especially church friends, um, that just had your back through anything and, you know, always somewhere to go to.
1: That's right. And, and that kept my head above water in, in the main scheme of things that I had. Um, I had a fantastic family I'd come to. It was in my, uh, like my mom dad and my sisters, mm. also a church family, and my close friends within church as well. Hmm. Um, but so, something really important during that time as well. Um, i I, I'm, I think maybe it was one day I had a really bad day at school and was was really upset at home and or well, was telling my mom about uh, what happened. I can't actually remember what happened, but I I, I was really angry at um, a particular group of people and was saying they did this and. Uh, really upset me and that sort of thing but I was I could see that I was really bitter and angry towards them and holding a lot of unforgiveness as well and my mom helped teach me a really important lesson about forgiveness and and said hey you need a um you need to forgive these people you need to give it to God and um hand it over hand it over to him and that way um you know, you you were not only forgiven by God as for, by by God as well, but you were letting go of of a lot of that pain and hurt too. Mm. Um, so, so that was really that was really important, and it's something I held on to um, for much of my school life and, and after that as well. Always forgiving people, no matter how, how bad they hurt you. Always are uh, let, letting go of what what, what they've done in that way. Yeah. So absolutely. that was really important. Um, if, if I didn't do that, I would be a lot more hurt than, uh, than I was during that period, and I, I could be a different person today. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, and thanks, Luke,
0: mum. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> yeah. easier said than done. The forgiveness of you know forgiving it's someone, you know, and you got no reason to forgive them. You know, they they often are not sorry for what they did but the Bible still tells us to forgive them anyway. And in Luke uh, six thirty seven, it says, Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. And forgive, and you will be forgiven. So the mm. Bible Bible does so teach us to forgive, and it's not circumstantial. It's not if somebody says, I'm sorry, you don't forgive mm. them then. it's That's You right. forgive them before they say they're sorry, regardless if they ever apologize at all. Very, very important
2: and and what a blessing your mum taught you that too because people don't often know that they're harboring unforgiveness or bitterness and it's until Mm, it's actually brought to your awareness that you realize oh man this is actually affecting me physically mentally Mm. um and emotionally um if if we if we if we don't know that that's happening
0: that's so true i've heard a good quote on that it's um Holding on to unforgiveness is like drinking poison mm. and expecting the other person to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too, That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, am Sorry, we so butted true. in there. Carry on. No, that's that's <laughs> good. I
1: like it. And and even to add to that, in the worldly sense, it, it almost feels like a justice to to hold hold on to that as yeah. well against people, yeah. Fully, which is yeah. different from what what Jesus.
0: teaches us and
1: what he did on the cross. So, Mm.
0: yeah. Mm. That's so good.
1: Um, So when I was, um, so moving forward a little bit, when I finished my high school years, when I was 18, I moved back to Christchurch from Queenstown. And I went to, um, well, I had no idea what I was going to do in my life. Um, I had no idea. I wasn't sure whether to go to university or what I was going to do. I I really had no idea. And that's probably a big part of maybe why I got, bullied a little bit as well no no identity even even with um what i know in christ and with being a christian as well not didn't really have an identity Mm of that yeah
0: um
1: so i I started working at um started working at a supermarket just kind of having like a gap year so i was i was working um night doing nightfall so -hmm. that's um like filling the shelves at night and stuff it's it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty soul-destroying work.
0: <laughs> but, uh,
1: Good anyway. old Night Shift, eh? Yeah. We'll
0: um, not condemning yeah, anybody right. that does it's... Night Shift, by the way. Very, very familiar <laughs> no, with Night Shift. No. I tell you right now, if you work at a supermarket, you have one of the most job-secured jobs right now in a world full of that's lockdown. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. Anyway, so I was, I was working at the supermarket and the same thing happened as when I was at school, I was, I was continued to get bullied by colleagues there at work. People giving me a hard time about, about different things, about me being a Christian as well. I experienced that at school too, Mm. Uh, just about anything. Mm. And, um, I actually had, so, and, um, during that year I was very down in the dumps as well. um, you know, had had no identity had no idea what I was going to do was was down about down about life didn't have many friends i'd been pulled away to christchurch um with you know lost a lot of well wasn't in the same place as a lot of my close friends in queenstown so it was very difficult mm. Mm. and i ended um one day at work i had this amazing encounter with uh with god um i think i uh, once again had a rough time with one of my colleagues and they were um maybe taking the Mickey out of me or, or something and um yeah I was I was just packing shelves on my own and God really uh came into my heart in a really powerful way and I could feel the Holy Spirit um
0: at a supermarket you know, just
1: all over me. Yeah at the supermarket. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nearly nearly brought me to tears and I I felt That's amazing. God talked to me. Um not 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 physically like I could hear his voice, but just mm. talked to me in my heart. Mm. And said that you're going to be um, a, a leader, a teacher, um, and, and a leader in in the church as well in the mm. future. Um, so that that was really amazing to to hear kind of God um, talk to me in that way, and that's something I really needed at the time. Mm. Um, and it was in such a strong way that it, that it, it did <laughs> change changed my life a lot. Um, yeah, at that time. Um, I'd say I wasn't very close to, to God at that stage either. So it mm. wasn't, you know, I'd, um, I think I was still, I'd started going to a church in Christchurch, but I, yeah, I wasn't close to God and that, mm. that experience happened. So that, that was amazing.
0: It's interesting how many people get the Holy Spirit prophesy over them, to them, about them potentially prophesying over other people. You know what I mean? Because because you were just told that you know the Holy Spirit was like, I've got you. This is going to be what your purpose is. You're going to serve my kingdom in this way. And you said you're going to be a teacher. You're going to be you know a leader in, in a church. And if we go backwards in the Bible, it pretty much looks like what what a lot of the prophets were, were similar to, um, where they would teach uh, what the word of what the Lord was saying essentially. Um, they weren't always, you know, high up there in the church, but, you know, Jesus himself was a rabbi. Mm. Yeah. Yep. From there, um, I,
1: I had a real sense of um, overcoming this whole um, being bullied thing in my life. Um, so I, I really um, prayed a lot um, about overcoming that through Jesus and, and um my mum and dad really helped a lot with that as well, and I think what happened is I had uh, a, a victim spirit over me, and that means we're um, I'm, I'm an easy target. I'm easy to easy to pick on, and
0: hmm.
1: um, a nice guy, and people can get a get a laugh out of me and make themselves feel a bit better and that and that sort of thing.
0: When you say victim spirit, Tim, do you, are you talking about a spirit like a, a an an entity? oppressing you,
2: or an attitude that yes. you have built up over time because of the, the bullying. Does it, if that makes sense?
1: I would, I'd say um, a little bit of both, but I, I believe that it was uh, a spirit that was over me mm. at, at that time, and, it, and it's something that um, during that time I, I overcame through through Jesus, and I've, mm. I've never had, um, I've never been bullied like that since. There's been times where you, you know you still have. You know, tough times with people sometimes, and there might be people that um, perhaps come up against you. But it's it's always been different. I've never felt that um downtrodden in my life, and in that way that I that I was um as a young man in in the past.
0: Absolutely. Do you think that a victim spirit affects uh, other people and other Christians every day in similar a similar way to you? Uh, when it comes to depression and anxiety and things like that, do you think that that can be more of a spiritual thing than absolutely, a, than a chemical imbalance in the brain?
1: Absolutely, a spiritual thing. Yeah. Um, but it, it,
0: <laughs> and if that is so happening, how would, how do you overcome that, Tim?
1: <laughs> so um, to overcome it, prayer and. Um, a lot of healing mm. and overcoming it with with um, you talking to God and
0: mm.
1: um, letting letting His Holy Spirit defeat it.
0: Absolutely. Um, there's also
1: a lot. There's also a lot. I I did, I guess, um, physically as, as, as well. And that and that way, I mean that I looked at myself and felt well. Well, who am I? Who am I as a person? Oh, I'm someone that's. I would say not very good at talking to new people. I'm someone that, um, was mm. maybe a little bit of an introvert. Yeah. So what can I do about that? Well, I can maybe learn to get better at talking to people that I'm not, you know, best friends with and completely trust. Um, so I read, I read a few books, um, on how to do that. And, mm. uh, it paid off. I felt like I could communicate with people and talk with new people, mm. things like small talk and stuff like that, that I used to be terrible with. Yeah. Um, so I became a much better communicator and found that um, I could get a lot more, you know, I ended up having a lot more friends in the future and and that sort of thing as well.
0: Mm. That's so good. Mm. Um, when you were talking earlier about, um, you know, how to overcome the, if if you've got a victim spirit over your life uh one of the scriptures that just came to my uh mind was uh John 16:33 um and this is Jesus talking and he says like he he ta- the cool thing about this verse is he's he's really talking about having uh that that you're going to have like the that world's the world is hard you know it's not going to be easy all the time mm-hmm. and what he says here he sure. says I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. So you're going to have trouble in yeah. the world. But but take heart. I have overcome the world. So it it's to to know that, you know, like when you're when you're a Christian, you got the Holy Spirit, <coughs> you're still going to get people throwing punches at you. But at the end of the day, have peace in your heart because, you know, God's got this. God's overcome this. Yeah. And that's pretty much what you're wow. saying. You know, like you.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. You had that and in your
0: heart and you started meditating on, on different uh, w- words of wisdom on different books and things like that. And yeah, that's awesome.
1: That's right. And that, um, and that's part of it. Yeah. And that's something that I learned more and more throughout throughout my life and, and my story, which is really cool that you mentioned that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesus, it's all in the book, eh? Yeah. All in the holy holy book the Answers are in there. Oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
1: Um, To continue on with with my story, um, yeah, um, I I guess I can. I still continued to get to get hurt though throughout uh, throughout my life, and I think that held me back from experiencing God and uh, and the the way that it's that you're meant to experience experience Him. so I, I, I continued to get really hurt by churches uh, while I was up here in Christchurch as well. I think I had some big expectations that um, this is going to be a way that I'm, I am make lots of friends and have a really close family like I did down in Queenstown. So I came up with this huge lofty expectations mm. um, and, and and went to church and was, was a big part of some of these churches as well, but still felt um, like I – Still felt quite uh, like I struggled to to make friends and struggled to have relationships, and, and this was after well, well, during the time where I was, um, mm. I, w- I would say becoming quite a good uh, people person and good at communicating that as well. So I was going like, this isn't just mm. on me, you know, and this is, you know, kind of thinking, oh, maybe this is other people. Mm. Um, yeah. But anyway, I held on to a lot of hurt from that and. and uh, at a lot of churches as well and later on i would i would learn to uh, be healed from those hurts and that as well and understand well people you know people will you, and you need to mm. um, to be healed by god and mm. overcome them and um, be made anew so that um with, with you know all the things that, that that's in the bible and that's uh, about about Jesus with like love and righteousness and joy and all those things to um, be able to beat that. But that didn't happen mm. quite yet. Um, during that time, I, I, I moved away from, I'd say I moved away from God, to, stopped going to church. I, well, I always believed in God and, and that sort of thing, but I um, ended up going to university to do, um, to study primary school teaching.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: what which was what um yeah, God, God said that I needed to, uh, with that encounter earlier, that, I, that was something that he had on my heart for the future. So that, I think that was good at the time. Um, and I felt that um, I earned a lot of friends at university as well, which I struggled to in the church, which I found um, really sad. Um, but because I was friends with a lot of those people at university, I got onto you know, drinking and partying and um that sort of thing, which is mm. not good and has its own issues
0: too.
1: Mm. Um, so yeah. Um
0: when you're just talking about like how you were still struggling uh to meet friends when you moved back up to Christchurch, you'd gone to these different churches, but you had developed these social skills to be able to um you know, essentially adopt this new church family and it shouldn't have been an issue. on your part because you had the skills to do it yet there was still some struggle there um and that that can throw throw you out of whack um and there's there's an interesting verse in uh, romans chapter 5 verse 3 and it says and not only this but let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships knowing that our hardships um, produce patience, evidence, and endurance. Proven, proven character, and proven character. Hope and confident, assured, uh, of an eternal salvation. Such such hope in God's promise never disappoints us because God's love has abundantly been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So essentially, like through those hardships it develops patience it develops that character it develops the endurance to continue to go so even though wow. it might feel like a step back sometimes it goes into it's really a step forwards it's it's iron sharpening iron it's uh it, it's like going to the gym you know like you're tearing your muscles and you're like this can't be good for me but only for them to reform stronger uh so that next time you go and, and you and i know that where the story is going you're going I'll I'll let you tell it but um <laughs> essentially it's going going into a, into a harder place than than uh, you were probably expecting because you you had tried to get into what these churches and sort of been rejected. But um yeah I'll I'll let you carry on but it just it's important to know that it develops that character and that perseverance to when it's restored it's restored even stronger.
1: Absolutely that, that's really well put. Yeah. And I'd say that I was I was still developing those skills at the time, but uh, at that point I realised, well, it's not just me, which was yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on maybe to twenty twenty sixteen, I met um my wife to be Amber. And that was uh that was a huge um huge blessing from God mm. to to meet to meet Amber and a couple of years time ended up um marrying her, which was mm. which was amazing. Best Best thing that um that's happened to me. So She's that, such was, a blessing,
0: that was amazing. Yeah. Shout out Amber if you're listening. You're such a blessing.
1: <laughs> yep. Love you, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and understand that God um put us to put us to for a, for a purpose and a reason. So that mm. that is wonderful as well. Um, Amber wasn't wasn't a Christian when she first met me, and has since become one, and has um yep we've we've grown together, give it which is amazing mm. uh, as I, as I get to that <laughs> so we got married um, got married a few years later and um I, w- I would say um yeah I, I'd almost felt like it wasn't all cracked up to me I was like well um i thought that you know this would solve all my problems sort of thing you know like oh i've got to married that's it. finally and life and like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> life it's like fixed. a fairy tale
0: right yeah it's true um, life just begins
1: that's <laughs> right <laughs> so that that um became more important when you've got someone else that you're um mm. you know that's more responsibilities as well um so at that point in my life um yeah, I, I guess we're having um, a little bit of trouble with with our marriage, and with me again finding my my purpose and mm. you know what what am I doing here on, on earth? I've I've done um, I've finished my primary school teaching mm. um, <coughs> um, study, and I'll, I'm still not really sure about getting a job with it. I still don't really think it's for me. Um, I end up doing something else, working there for a two or three years. I'm like, no, that's not really for me either. So mm. it, it becomes this big thing. Like I've, um, and I'm, I've still got, you know, a lot of hurts and that sort of thing in my life. And I'm going, there's gotta be more to this. Mm. I, I need a, um, if I'm going to get serious about, um, what we're doing in, in life, me and Amber, what, what we're doing, then we've, we've got to get close to God. And, mm. yeah. um, from, yeah, and, and that's to me is the point where it was like, wow, this, um, we've got to get closer to God. This is the only way that we're going to, um, mm. I guess, thrive and mm. be successful in, in, in this life is to be close with God. But I can't I can't do it on my own stream. Yeah. You know? That's it, awesome.
0: Mm. One, one thing when I hear that, because I went through a very similar sort of mentality when I got married as well. Um, and, you think that life's going to be all happy and roses and, and you wake up to breakfast and bed and life's just going to be good and smooth <laughs> and you're not going to have to worry. You make decisions together. You're not going to fight. You've married your best friend. You know, everything's good. And um, the, then you you sort of wake up and it's like, well, God's actually got something a lot bigger for you. And, you know, that's what happens in movies is it's happy, happily ever after. But in, in the kingdom of God, marriage is really a picture of going from one life to transition into a new life. And that happens with us when we essentially uh, we have a deposit of the Holy Spirit living in us. And we had a cool thought the other day, and that deposit is really an engagement ring from the bridegroom to the bride. That's Jesus to us. So that we, when we're uh, essentially together and going to the wedding with christ that's going from and we we we're trying to perceive what heaven is like right so all of us are always trying to go all right if i can only get if i as soon as i get to heaven everything's going to be great everything's going to be happy and roses and i'm never going to cry ever again and he'll wipe the tear from everybody's face but we have this mentality and it's a false mentality Because when we die and we get to heaven, that's going to be the beginning of something even bigger than the life that we've got now. And we don't even realize it. It's just, it's so, it it puts everything into perspective. But it's it's interesting that you and uh, Amber, when you guys got married um, and you thought that everything was going to be good and that's honestly the amount of um, young married couples that are Christians and they're sort of like, that they, they like going to church and, and things like that. And then when they get married, it's like, all right, I actually, this this isn't, um, it's like a, you know, when you're, you're going to be satisfied, you know, people try and find satisfaction in, um, you know, university degrees or um, so a lot of people put it in marriage. I had it in marriage, Tim had it in marriage, um, and then you get there and it's like, well, well, that was sort of anticlimactic. You know, it was, it was good, but it was pretty anticlimactic. So then when you get married, and, it's like, and then God sort of like awakens that spirit of hunger for him, and you've got this other person to do it mm. with. And it's so, so powerful. Really, really cool that you're bringing that up to him. You know, it just sort of brings me back to when I first got married. And it's cool that you met your wife in 2016. Um, and I think, did you bring her to our wedding? Or you, you met you... Um, met her just after our wedding, didn't you, or something like that?
1: We we'd met before, but we started dating just after. You just wedding. after, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Sorry. All right. I'll, I'll. George is
2: holding up the waffle sign. The waffle sign, mate. <laughs> uh, Carry on, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I love Joel as well. And there, how you said um about um seeking God and having a hunger for for him as well. And that is where I went to next. I, that grew in my heart that mm. I, I need God. And, and from there I saw change. And from there I started to, to understand and, and feel that yes, I am getting closer mm. to God and, and what that looks like with, with all those great things and the,
0: Amen. the way that he's
1: designed us to live as, as humans. So mm. that's incredible. Mm. So there's a huge, Huge shift from from that point when when we started to realize that,
0: mm.
1: and and then we saw um some saw great things in our lives as well. saw our, saw our marriage start to um, really thrive, and mm. um yeah, saw I, I saw as well um, a, a change in my identity as well. I started searching for that through through God as well, mm. and that is when I felt God telling me that no, you're not to be um, a teacher as in like an all, like a primary school teacher or what you're trained to do is to teach in a different way. And Mm. I started to, to look into um, maybe a different kind of education and and look into uh, creating these videos through YouTube. And that is something that I feel really passionate about, about doing. And I feel like that, that God, um, that, that's what God has for me mm. as well to to do that as a as a job, and I'm not I'm not the yet I'm not getting paid for for doing that YouTube or anything at mm. the moment, but I I can I can I can see it happening and and growing mm. and, and getting there in the future, which is amazing. Yeah. Um. So at the moment, I am um, doing relief teaching, um, primary primary school relief teaching, mm. and that's been. That's been fantastic Um, just to have some um, and to to obviously, uh, you know, have a job and be be working to still be getting um, money in, which is important for everyone, Uh, Mm. but also to um, be doing this this YouTube on the side as well and with, um, Mm. and um, hoping to see that grow in the future and create something of that Mm. in the future, which is amazing.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the coolest things uh, that sort of just springs to mind when you're talking about your early marriage with Amber um, is how you two both sort of decided we're going to go hard and we're going to really press into, into the Lord. And I you can really see that you and Amber are disi- discipling each other. So not only mm. you're challenging her thoughts and beliefs, and and challenging her to press into into God more, but she's challenging you. And that's what a really healthy marriage is. is it's not one that you all agree on everything together, because I would say that that's pretty boring <laughs> a lot of the time.
1: It's ge- so true. <laughs> actually, George
0: and I here, we got a great relationship because there's very little things that we 100% agree on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and But that keeps it interesting. Um but especially with your spouse, not that you should go out and look for somebody that's, you know, as different as possible as you. But um, you got to have your core beliefs the same, which you had, you know, God and things like that. Um, and then, but you're edifying each other and challenging each other to grow and to understand more on, on those core beliefs. So very, very, very cool. Um, I just want to throw in there for anybody that's listening, they, they might have heard my testimony on episode 6. Um and uh, Tim's dad's testimony on episode 10. And um, with uh, Tim here, when I was a rascal and in trouble with the police, it was Tim's family that I had run to, and that gave me refuge uh, when I was in trouble with the police. And they didn't look at me any differently, and they really showed an example of what a Chris- Christian uh, family is like and yeah it was incredible absolutely incredible mm. i just want to take my hat out you know take my hat off to any of the hopes that are listening you know your sisters included um but they really took me in there and i you know that's definitely shaped my way of how a christian needs to uh where, where acceptance uh perceives change rather than change perceives acceptance for we a really as christians yeah mm. as christians we're always going you know clean your act up clean your act up george and then you can come to church mm. No, it's come to church as is yep. and god will change you 100%. from from the inside out yep. and that's what happened with the hope family and uh, ironic that their last name's called hope you know like mm. it was my <laughs> my only hope really
2: very, very prophetic name <laughs> very <laughs> very
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i'm waffling again tim but carry on where were we you're just you're doing your YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You're teaching yeah. different type yeah. of teaching.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. So God, God helped, um, you know, fill that purpose in my life. And and not only for, for what I'm meant to do as a person, but also... Um, Sorry, I was just looking at my notes. And oh,
0: then, I thought uh, we I phrased it. Oh, I thought the internet froze. it. I'm
2: like, ah, uh, let's just hit the pause button here for a second.
0: the back of his head as well. You were so still while you were reading. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry.
1: So for who I am as a person and who I am in, in God as well, which is awesome. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, so it felt like um, maybe the... Um, Maybe last year, the last couple of years of my life, I felt like God has really been uh, resetting the foundation in my life, mm. um, resetting what a what it means to be um, a Christian and to have a relationship with a, a real relationship with with Jesus. And I don't. I think that when I when I was younger, I didn't completely understand what that looked like. Mm. Um, so that it's been it's been amazing, and and this year I feel like has been. Um, the year where he's the, the, the year of transformation for me and Amber that mm. he's been, um, transforming
0: awesome. us. Yeah. Um, amazing. And our lives,
1: which is awesome. Mm.
0: That's awesome. How would you say that God's been, um, sort of like reshaping you and Amber, how, how, what does that look like for those that are listening? If you could explain that in more detail.
1: Um, well, I, th- i I'd say to start would be understanding god's god's love for you and and what that means in 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 your heart
0: mm. that's not just a a big guy with a white beard up in the sky he's a lot more than that he's a loving father that really cares yeah. for you yeah
1: yeah that's right and he 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 died for your he he died for your sins and well you know that that's huge what that means sin mm. means death so mm. he's giving you new life mm. right and he doesn't it means that in in every way mm. in your life so so living with and with that in your heart and really understanding that is is life-changing
0: mm. absolutely absolutely
2: so tim do you feel like over the last maybe 12 months that that god has brought areas in your life m- more alive or more aligned with his purpose do- absolutely is, is <laughs> yes. that yeah because I feel like that's that's really happened for me, um, this specifically this year, mm. um, with these lockdowns and and whatnot, and just just everything that's going on around the globe, and you're kind of like, man, there is so much stuff going down all over the place, and 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 how 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 am I going to align myself with God's purposes in these last days? Mm. And it's almost like yeah. an, an awakening has has come. Mm um or is coming into the body of christ just so many people i hear now are just like just getting reignited for god again
0: it's so true um
2: Mm. yeah so so i'm just yeah just hearing that with with you and your wife and and your relationship just just changing there so yeah that's exciting what is what do you think that's going to look like for you and and maybe 12 months time or (laughs) <laughs> hard to say eh? oh,
1: well, I'm not sure <laughs> we'll see but it's it's great I, I i see myself continuing to 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 grow with um with my relationship with with jesus and continue to see um you know great things in, in my life and mm. the gifts um that um, jesus is has given me to be uh a ze exemplified more in the world which is fantastic mm-hmm. that is what it means to to live your purpose and life to live a purpose with mm. with God right mm.
0: yeah it's true um there's there's a lot of cool illustrations that i've heard regarding like when people decide to ignite their lives for God and probably one of the coolest ones is uh you got somebody who's who's biking and he's uh biking into the wind he's biking against the wind and there's a lot of friction and there's a there's a lot of pressing uh, backwards when he's trying to move forwards um, and then this brilliant idea comes to this biker to change directions and bike with the wind. Mm. And the question is, is did the wind change? No. <laughs> so when it comes for like God's purpose in your life, He's saying this direction, this is where I want you to go, and He's pushing you and He's blowing you like the wind. And yeah. you can you can fight against that, um, and and you'll get through life, but it will be a bit more of a struggle Mm. sometimes. But then when you just decide to change Mm. your direction and bike with the wind, it's not only that the resistance leaves, but the resistance flips around and becomes almost power Mm. that is pushing you towards where God wants you to go. Yeah. And it fully changes Mm. like your whole heart behind not only God wants you to go from A to B, but he's going to, he's going to have your back while you're going there. Mm. It's yeah, a great, great picture. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely, Tim. Did you want to share anything else before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, um, just to just to conclude. Yeah. I I would say the things I've found um, that has you know, grown in me with with God, and if I was to if I was someone that was really searching for for God at the stage, the the first thing I would do was, was seek um, seek first the kingdom of God mm. and. and and seek God through that as well, and then uh, the second one would to be to understand your identity uh, to be transformed by Christ mm. as well.
0: Mm. That's incredible. That's really really cool. Um, thank you, Tim, for coming on the Jesus Magnet podcast. You have a powerful story, my friend, and it's really really cool to see how God's like been with you even when you were learning to you know form and articulate these sentences in primary school, having a bit of a tough time with all these uh, kids around you and never feeling like you're fitting in. But every time that you did fit in was, was at, a, as a, at a church family. Um, even though there's a bit of resistance when you went back to Christchurch from Queenstown and you were looking for a new church family, it's interesting how God still used that to build perseverance and character in your life. And then from there yeah. to, to that character, I a hundred percent believe is what attracted your beautiful wife Amber to you. You know, without that yeah. perseverance and, and character development that God brings you through, mm. um, that's what that's what attracted Amber. And then through that, ignited you and Amber to totally jump all in for God. Very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, thank you, yeah. Tim, for coming on the podcast. I'll uh, finish finish here and we just hope that you all had a fantastic time listening to us and we'll see you on the next time on the Jesus Magnet podcast